Welcome to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 181. And coming up on this one, the Leafs blow it again as they lose their second straight since coming back from Sweden. A 3-2 loss to the Penguins. What the hell? What the hell is going on with Matthews and Marner, specifically Mitch Marner? Not nearly good enough. We got one segment tonight. Dale's got a tip of the week for you. All this and more coming up on episode 181 of the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. This Leafs team is going nowhere fast. Might not even make the playoffs. Yeah, I said it. Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out. Sends it in a go. They score! They score! Holy Mackinac, they score! The Leafs have won it! Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. And that's Dale. Don't forget to follow us on social oh, media. At sorry, did it, did, it, did it not, did it not no, say on? You were just muted, but it's fine. Don't yeah. forget to follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also follow us on TikTok, Tip In Podcast, and Twitter, Tip In Podcast. Email us, Tip In Podcast at gmail.com. And you can donate to the show at patreon.com backslash Tip In. Maple Leafs podcast. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Dale was just muted for a split second there, but what's up? It's all good. Not much. Can man. we hear you now? Can you? Oh yeah, you can clear his day now. All right, all good, man. Where do you yeah. want to start with this one? Well, you got to start right here. Like back to back losses to the Blackhawks. Shout out, and then fucking you roll into Pittsburgh and you fucking lose to them on Saturday night. So not the best here since coming back from sweden man they blow a lead to chicago 3-1 they're beating chicago they blow it one nothing lead against pittsburgh oh what happens 28th next fucking shift pittsburgh comes back ties it at one leafs end up going up 2-1 in that hockey game on saturday night what happens of course pittsburgh comes back they tied at two they go ahead 3-2, and that's all she fucking wrote for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So they blow a lead against Chicago on Friday. They blow two leads against Pittsburgh on Saturday. What are we talking about here? Chicago and Pittsburgh? The fuck is going on with these guys, man? Of course we're going to get into Matthews and Marner and a whole bunch of shit here. Blowing leads against teams that are like... Chicago were not uh, Chicago one of the worst. Chicago and, a non-off team like Pittsburgh, a middle of the pack team. Like, what the fuck is happening here? What is happening? Tell yeah, I don't know. And this is <laughs> this has been a reoccurring theme too. Like, this isn't just these past two games. This whole season, they have not played well when they have the lead. They've blown leads all over. Even that Sweden trip. I mean, a few bounces here and there. They could have been 0-2 in Sweden, but I don't know. You, you got to, especially the Chicago game. I mean, you got a lead on Chicago in the third period. That should be, for any other team, you want to be considered a Boston Bruin or a New York Rangers type team, you close that out. No questions asked. Every no question. single time. No question. So look, like I did say off the top, this Leafs team is going nowhere. I truly believe that. We can get into that a little more if you want. The way they're currently constructed, the way these guys look, yeah, like can they flick a switch? Maybe, but 
it they just it's the same old fucking shit with these guys, man. And look, I I I said this team might not make the playoffs. Will they probably make the playoffs? Probably, but they might not. Right now, they are fifth place in a log-jammed Atlantic division behind the Bruins, behind the Panthers, behind the Red Wings, behind the Lightning, and the Sabres and the Canadians are only a couple points behind the fucking least, and the Sens are still sniffing around too. It's very tight. You want to go full-blowing Eastern Conference. This is kind of crazy. The Leafs, the Leafs sit sixth in the Eastern Conference behind the Rangers, and then the four other Atlantic division teams I just said. So the Rangers are top in the East, and then Boston, Florida, Detroit, Tampa, and the Leafs sit sixth in the East with 23 points. The Flyers are seventh with 23 points. The Capitals are eighth with 22 points. And you got Carolina and the Islanders both at 22 points. They just, whatever, haven't played as many games as Washington or whatever the case may be. So, dude, like, they're not... You know, they're not home cool and no problem here. Like, they're in a fucking fight. And when you're giving up leads against Chicago and Pittsburgh, like, what are we talking about here? Like, it's the division's getting tighter. The conference is getting tighter. You can't be fucking tossing points away left and right to teams that you got to beat, man. Like, you want to be serious about... You, you, you want to be in the conversation as a contender like Vegas, like Colorado, like Boston, like the Rangers? You want to be in that conversation? You don't do the shit that these guys are fucking doing. No. I mean, that's perfectly said. But at the same time, man, I mean, I don't think they're... Like, I know if you look at the standings, you could say, oh, you know, they're only one win more than New Jersey and two wins more than Ottawa. Well, New like Jersey they're, they're, hasn't New Jersey's played like shit, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, New Jersey and Ottawa played like shit this year. Columbus has played like shit. And the Leafs are basically, like, not Columbus. But if you look at the standings, they're only three or four points ahead of those bottom teams. But in my eyes, they are a better team than those teams they just haven't played that way but i don't think they're as good as they have been in the past and they no. think i think they think they're still one of the top three teams in the atlantic they're up there with boston's and tampa's and all that shit they're not they are not as good as they were a couple years ago they're just not as deep anymore no i i don't see it but man. they um, are better than the bottom of the league like they should not be uh, i don't know okay are they better a, than a, week the bottom? From, a week from now they could be out of the playoffs there are going to be four teams ahead of them for a wild card spot. Tough week ahead, man. Like, it's not getting easier here. And, yeah, you're right. By the by this time, by next Sunday, they could be out of a playoff spot, and it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me in, in, and in we the get least. It. Like, it's only American Thanksgiving, but at the same time. But how long can teams... we keep saying how, how long can we keep saying that for? Exactly. Like, and then exactly. it'll be, it's only Christmas. And then, oh, well, it's only, you know what I mean? Like It's only April. <laughs> it's only April. Like, what are we talking about here? It's just, look. Too much of the same old fucking shit. I do not like it. And I got a sweet tip coming up for you. You're going to absolutely love I this. I can't wait. But can't uh, shave my balls look, for this tip. Oh, fuck, man. That's well, that's maybe going overboard for this one because it's maybe okay. it's not that good, but it's just it's just summing everything up. It's, it's all, all right. it is. But look, man, um, where do you, do you think I'm off base here on this Leafs team is going nowhere? Like, look at them. Are they, You just said, are they at the bottom? No. Are they at the top? No. They're in the middle, and that's kind of where they are. This team is not going to win or contend for a Stanley Cup this season. 
No yeah. fucking chance. You look at that decor, the goaltending. I'm going to touch on those things later. But look at it. L look at this. They're a middle-of-the-pack team. They might make the playoffs. My prediction here is potentially they do get in and they get fucking bounced in the first round. Just like we've always fucking done. Is am I off base with that? No, no, you're not off base at all, man. You are not off base at all. That's exactly it's funny. I was gonna say this in the last podcast, but I didn't want to get into it or anything. But I was gonna talk about how I just felt like they were a middle of the road team. Like they kind of played like that all year. And yeah, if if you were a betting man right now, what would you put any money that this team could win four playoff rounds? Not a goddamn chance. No. Zero. No. So no what way. is the point? What is, like, we're not here to just make the playoffs. You're not paying these fucking forwards, like, tens of millions of dollars to just make the playoffs. We're trying to win a Stanley no. Cup. I know. Where do we go from here? Where do you go from here? Like, what do you do? I'm not what sure. You, like you said, the goaltending. Do we fix the goaltending? Or do we just ride Samson off a wall and maybe call up Martin Jones? I don't know what the fuck tree living has got brewing here, but it doesn't seem like much. Like, I don't know what. Okay. 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 Like, so, so anyway, like going back to what I said, I thought, so this, I believe this Leafs team is going nowhere. Do you, are you on the same page with that? Like whether they make the yeah. playoffs or whether they don't, they're not like, okay, great. You they're not a the Stanley playoffs, Cup team. Not a, no chance. Like there's just no fucking chance. Man, you look at uh, Colorado play, you look at Vegas play, their decor, it just, they, those two teams in particular are serious about playing hockey every night. Are they going to lose games? Of course, everybody does. But the DNA, the makeup of those teams in particular, like I'm like I'm going with those teams because I believe that Vegas or Colorado will probably win the cup. That's where I'm at this early in the season. I think they're the two best teams in the league. I think the cup is either going back to Colorado or it's going back to Vegas. That's just what I think. Early prediction. Anything can happen, whatever. If Rod Brindamore has anything to say about it, he might uh, he might throw a little wrench into the conversation. But, you know, too early to say. But I just, the way those teams play consistently every night, the Leafs don't have that. They just don't have it. Their superstars are like, oh, God. I'm going to get into Mitch. I'm going to get, go ahead, Chad, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, they're the star players on this team, if you... I know Boston's lost uh, a couple games in a row. Surprise. Like, honestly, I'm surprised. But they were like, what, 10 and 1 out of the gates again. Exactly. So the cushion, the cushion's already there. But if you watch, if you watch Boston, if you watch the Rangers, if you watch Vegas, if you watch Colorado, there is a theme with their superstars. They they play kind of simple. Like if they, they have, want they want it, they give they a want shit. It, but like if they have a three-two lead. They they shut it down and they play oh. kind of simple basic hockey, you know, a little dump and chase, protect your net, don't go crazy, no trying to like dipsy doodle through the neutral zone and stuff like that. This Not Leafs these team guys. Does, no, they're so loose. This Leafs team. They score a goal thirty seconds later. It's in the back of their fucking net. How many times has that happened this season? Literally. Yeah, How and many? and all the too many men on the ice. Like everything, oh. they need to buckle it down. Everything's just a little too too country club right now. Oh my I mean, god. And maybe it's, I saw after the game, I saw like Keith was trending and fans want Keith fired. And like, I don't think you go that far, but maybe that's what they need. Like maybe they need a new voice to come in. And I, 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 am gonna, I am just going to throw this out there. Before they went to Sweden, I was like, 
I don't think they move off of Sheldon Keefe here going into no, Sweden I don't or whatever. But I did throw out there a possible scenario like that when they come back from Sweden, if things start dipping, Sheldon might not be around for too much longer here. So we're trending in that direction, but who knows? We'll see. Again, like, like I can't. Think this is, and this is, I know we don't like to do this and go down the, you know, if, ands, and buts about the team. Well, but let's say, and let's brunts. Say they, and brunts, brunts and no. a little brunts. But let's say they move off from Sheldon Keith. Do you think, no, like, a guy like, <laughs> do you think a guy like, do you think a guy like Guy Boucher? No. Like, do you think they need like a old school hard ass type coach? No, I don't. It doesn't matter who they put behind them. You don't it think it matter. doesn't matter? They're just they're gonna. They play might. No what they they might get even if you had like, like a Rick Tockett or a Rod Brindamore behind there. No, no, <laughs> it doesn't matter not, with these guys. It's the it's the on ice personnel, dude. Like, you could have fucking Johnny. But isn't it the you, coaches? It, it's the coach's job to get them to buy into the system and start locking these games down. You, you could, I, I don't disagree with that. You could have Scotty Bowman come out of retirement and coach these guys. And I don't see. They'd still be blowing leads to the Blackhawks. hundred percent, man. It's the, the way that, okay. Like, I don't know. I, I could be wrong on that. Like maybe a coach. Oh, look, how many times have I said, I would have moved off Keith in the summer without a doubt. Clean sweep for me, baby. It would have been Dubis, Sayonara, Keith, see you later. And the fucking head guy up top too, Shanny. Hit the fucking bricks, bro. Because I don't think things are really gonna change here until Shanny is not in charge anymore. But that's for a conversation for a, another day. But uh, no, I don't think like okay, Keith. Yeah, a new voice might not be the worst thing, but it's the same fucking. It. What are you gonna imp, you're gonna implement? The new guys gonna come in implement what a different system to have them play what like what <laughs> like what? Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's like. I don't think it's a different system. I don't think Keith is is a bad coach. Like I think no, Keith, he's not a bad coach. I think Keith knows exactly what he's doing. He just can't get these guys to do it. No. Like you think Keith is out there being like, "Hey, uh, by the way, after we score a goal, let's uh, forget how to play defense and leave guys wide open for completely by themselves right beside the net." Let's do that. All right. No, it's I... the team, and they're not listening to him. Do you not think he coddles a little too much, though? Like, but do you think that's it? Do you think he's actually doing that, or he's told to do that? Because remember last year, who would be who he, would be telling him that? Last Shannon? year he, well, last year he called them out. Remember he said the player, the top players on yeah, team. How, how quick did he, how how fast did he backtrack? Exactly, that? he called them soft, and he was right. They were playing soft, and then the next morning at morning skate, he took it back. He rolled it back and apologized, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, does he get to make that call? Or is it the guy upstairs being like, hey, be yeah. nice. Be yeah. nice. Maybe, which is crazy. Who are we talking about here? Shanny? Yeah. Well, it, it has to so, be. Well, it's it, Dubas is gone, so you can't blame Dubas. No, but it, it's so crazy. Like, Tree Living's an old school guy. Shanny's an old school guy. It's so crazy that Shanny would, like, when he played, he was a fucking warrior, man. It, it's just so crazy to me that Shanny possibly could, behind the scenes here, being like, you know, like not wanting them to be like, Shandy's not a dumb guy. Like he's no. got to look at this whole situation and be like, holy fuck. Like how he would have never thought that this was going to play out the way that it's playing out. Like eight years deep, no minimal to zero fucking success with these guys. And 
there's just no way. But he still, he's like, no, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And you know what? Maybe they will fucking eventually do it. But it sure as fuck doesn't look like it to me. Yeah. You know what else kind of bothers me about it, too, is, I don't know, this maybe just because I'm getting old. And as you get older, everything just pisses you off. But I'm watching the games, both the back-to-back games, and it's like, Matthews and Marner aren't fucking giving it. And then every fucking commercial break, I got to see Mitch Marner on a sports betting app. Austin Matthews selling sports drinks, selling fucking mortgages and shit. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you guys, how much money do you fucking need? Like, let's let's play hockey here for a bit. Like, let's, let's forget about contracts and let's forget about getting the most money in the NHL. Let's forget about signing all these deals and let's just win a Stanley Cup. It's crazy, right? Oh my God, win a Stanley Cup. Like those those dreams just seem to be getting further and further away. Like when this first thing started, like seven years ago, whatever, eight years ago, when like Mitch and Austin and Willie and JT comes in and like we really were like, oh man, like this is like, they're probably going to win a, like it's finally going to happen. And it just keeps slipping further and further and further away to a point where we're just like, it's never going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Like yeah. the way these guys are currently constructed, it's not going to happen. Chad, listen, I want to say this. Keith, so going into the Pittsburgh game, Keith decides to go with 11 forwards and 7D. He just had Reeves back in the lineup for the first time after being a healthy scratch against Chicago. They end up losing that game. It wasn't Reeves' fault. Actually, the fourth yeah. line was on for a goal for and a goal against in that game. But anyway, the next night, so just after he put him back in, he decides to yank him right the fuck back out and goes with 11 forwards and 7D, like I just said. So a healthy scratch again for Ryan Reeves. Now, here's, I got I to gotta get this off my chest. This has been bothering me like fucking crazy, man. Brad Tree Living, okay, a three-year gives a three-year contract to Ryan Reeves. Now, is that not a fireable offense? <laughs> I know he just took over as GM, but is that almost like not a fireable offense right there? Like just, just that contract alone. Well, it doesn't look good. That's for fucking sure. Two more years after this year. I know. I know. And let's face it. The third year he's going to, he's going to be playing on the Marlies. Oh my God. Like, is that almost, is that not almost like Shani calling him in and being like, all right, Brad, I'm sorry. Like, it's just not working out here. Like, We got to let you go. Yeah, that and like, the, that in the and signing a banged up Klingberg were just too. Yeah, that really worked out great he, too. Huh? Like I get you get the cap space, but if if you're the president or the owners of the team, like, do you not sit down and be like, okay, so we have to pay this guy four and a half million to be hurt when you knew he was hurt when you signed him? So that adds to the fireball offense. <laughs> Domi, you imagine Tree Live getting fired by Christmas when he's just hired in like that would be fucking classic Toronto Maple Leaf shit, man. Domi has played better third line at third line center without a doubt. Bertuzzi's been awesome. Bertuzzi looked okay, so Bertuzzi has turned out to be the best of the bunch. Domi, 20 games in, three million dollar player. No goals. Okay. Okay. Just gonna like let has he played better? Of course he has, but let's just point out the fact that he is making three million bones and he does not have a fucking goal 20 games into the season. Okay. Not the best, Max Domi, but he has looked better as of late. And also great mustache. Love the mustache. So here's what I'm so fireable offense or no for tree living. I kind of think 
conversation needs to be had there. Like, holy fuck. I will say this. It's got to be at least strike one, if not two and three. Jesus. Big time. Okay, so listen to this. Listen to this. I'm going to go with some positives from the game against Pittsburgh, and then I'm going to go hard negatives to end this baby, okay? All right, let's hear it. I'm sure you'll agree with this. The only positives I took away from that Pittsburgh game was I thought Matthew Nyes was possibly their best. Not possibly. I think he probably was their best forward. He was the only guy going on that top line. We're going to get into Matthews and Marner big time in a second here. But I thought Matthew Nyes looked really, really good in that game. Robertson, again, looks like he's fitting in there. He's finally found us. If he can stay healthy, it looks like he's going to be a leap. I like the third line. And Quickly on Robertson, I just want to ask you straight up. I wanted to ask you this if you brought him up. Do you sell high now on Robertson? No. No. There is a good chance he's going to get hurt. And he's there, playing, he, he's, if, if you're he's popping, yourself, he's popping them in the net, I know he's popping in the net, but you need a defenseman. And I think now, I think now's the time buy I low, see, sell high. I can see the argument, but if this dude can stay healthy, they have him on the cheap. I, I, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't, I'd, I'd let him ride. Like he's got an offensive flair that they just don't have in that bottom six that they just don't That's have. Cool. You're right. So for, but they for also me, don't have any defensive defensemen. I know, I know, but I'm not sure he's the guy. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'd consider it. I, I'm just I'd saying put, the way he's playing right now. Yep. He he could get you back a pretty decent return. Yep. And there sure. is it's Nick Robertson. I mean, there's not a season that goes by that he doesn't bang himself up, and it's just around the corner that he's going to get hurt. You're probably so. right. I I would consider it. I would consider yeah. it. But I don't want to take like he is putting it in the net. Exactly. So, yeah. so and nobody, he, he, nobody else is in the bottom six. No, if he does stay healthy and he finally can have a healthy season, like he's going to put 20 goals in the net. So yeah. we'll, we'll, but I, but I hear what you're saying there. But anyway, my only positives from the Pittsburgh game, Nyes, I thought was really good. Robertson, I thought was buzzing again, could have had a couple goals. Yarncrock all of a sudden is like, can't do anything wrong. He's playing no. well defensively. He's good offensively. Like he's, I, I'm re, I've been really impressed this season with Yarncroft and yeah. Bertuzzi. I thought looked, looked uh, good as well. The slap pass shot off the right pad. That's perfect. That's exactly how you make that play. What a play by Yarncroft. So those are my positives. You got any positives or basically the same thing? Ah, basically the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So they blow two leads in two games. Okay. Against mediocre teams. Against mediocre teams. Well, the Leafs are a mediocre team right now. That's how I look at it, man. But uh, they should have won both games. They don't think they are. But let's go right here. I got a little bit on the defense, a little bit on the goaltending, and then I'm going to give a tip. The tip might come right here as we're talking about Matthews and Marner. Let's get into Matthews and Marner. What the fuck is going on here, man? These guys, what is going on? It's... uh, Hockey Night in Canada did a little uh, pack last night in the intermission, and I hate watching the intermissions with on Hockey Night in Canada. It's, oh, it's literally, so literally almost unwatchable. But they did. I had it on, and I whatever. And I go to showing, Spice Channel. They were. It's the way to do it, man. But yeah. they were showing little clips of basically how frustrated Mitch is, and not not just. So did you? I don't know if you saw this or not, but they were pointing out where like I don't even look at it as like a frustration. I look at it as, as more of like. Mitch is kind of becoming a little whiny bitch. 
He's always looking for he's always looking for a fucking call from the refs. He doesn't make the right play. It's on him, but he gives his head like a oh, like I can't believe like yeah, you fucked up. You didn't make the right pass. You didn't make you didn't keep the puck in. You weren't you weren't hard enough on it. Like, but he throws his shoulders up like oh, like like he shows the frustration on the ice. It's not a good look. And I don't know, like, please, I want your thoughts on Matthews and Marner because for the last, I know Matt Matthews has 13, 14 goals, whatever. That's great. But lately that line has been, and Mitch basically all fucking season, terrible. Like not like what the fuck? Which and is why weird. won't, why won't Sheldon break them up? Should he break them up? You take the floor here. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, wherever you want to run with it. I'm sure you're having the same thoughts about it as me. Let yeah. me know. What, what are you thinking? Um, basically, I don't. I'll start with Matthews. I don't think. I don't think Matthews. I don't think there's anything to worry about. Like I really don't. I think he's in. A I little see bit, some. I see some concerns there. I think he's in a little bit of slump, a little bit of funk. But but are you I, talking just about goal scoring? No, no. I think just the way he's he's playing. Now let me finish. I think the problem is Mitch. Like, I think just like you said, Mitch's attitude and the way he's sort of handling things and woe is me, everything's wrong. I think it's seeping into Matthew's game. I think if you if you swapped and you put Willie with Matthews, you would see a totally different Austin Matthews. Hard to break up that second line, though, right? I know it's hard to break up that second line, but I'm just saying I don't think there's anything wrong with Austin right now. I think it's just some, and it's really weird because like Mitch has the same amount of points that he did last year at this time, but we can all tell watching it. He's not the same player and it's not the same type of point. Uh, yeah. So he, I think Mitch, I, I totally agree with you, man. I think he's just, you see him out there and who somebody said it. I heard someone say it, not on the broadcast podcast or radio or something that he's always on the ice. He's always fallen down. It was, right. it was Hayes. It was Hayes. Was it Hayes? Yeah. He's just, he, he is, he's always falling and screaming at the ref and okay. Imagine you're with anybody doing anything in life. You're at work and the guy you're working with is constantly fucking complaining and being a bitch. It's going to seep into your work and you're going to be like, Oh, I can't do it with this guy anymore. I think that's where Austin is. I think Mitch needs to like get his head straight and just, buckle down and just play the way he can it's tough i i don't have a solution here but i do have a tip do you it's and about, i would love to hear this tip i was gonna save it to later but we're talking about mitch and austin so i think i'm gonna do it right now do you want to throw to it and then i'll just give you my two thoughts on it and then we'll go back and continue about mitch and austin hey guys it's time for the tip of the week all right all right all right how you doing cool you heard about the party being busted, right? Not to worry. There's a new fiesta in the making as we speak. It's out at the Moon Tower. Full kegs. Everybody's going to be there. You ought to go. You ought to go. Anyway, so what this is, is Dale's got a tip of the week for us. So how this works is, he's going to give us a tip. Could be about hockey, could be about life. We don't know. But listen closely, because every time he gives a tip... Your life changes. Okay. Can you hear me okay? I might be having. Oh, time. yeah. I can. No, I can okay. hear you fine. All right. Here's the tip this Give week. Give us the tip of the week. Specifically talking about Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Take this for what you will here. Okay, Chad. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. So, a little bit more of a serious. I usually don't go serious on the tips, but this week, very serious. Here's the tip. 
folks, but specifically, I'm talking about 34 and 16 right here. When things aren't going well for you, boys, offensively, maybe try to do something else to help the team win. Show that you aren't just one-dimensional all the time, like everybody thinks that's your reputation in the league. You can only win one fucking way with your high-octane offense, and that's it. Throw a big hit. Get involved in other ways. Don't just disappear because it's not working offensively. Do something different. There's the fucking tip, Chad. What do you think of that? I like that tip. Like, I mean, does that make sense, though, or what? Yeah, that that is just a... That's not even a tip. That is just... That's the oldest advice you can get in any sport. If things aren't going the way you want them to go do something else like if you're not scoring goals then be good defensively but that doesn't seem to happen with okay the, both of them like are just, like, using that as an example Ma- marner kills penalties matthews usually is a good two-way player as of late i haven't seen much of that all i've kind of seen is like frustration and like they kind of look like a couple big babies out there not loving the just do you think not do you think anything might have to stem from the fact that they are being totally outshined by the Nylander, Tavares, Bertuzzi line, which, by the way... You think that's rubbing them the wrong way, too? Well, Keefe is playing that line over them in key situations. Like, when they're down a goal... I know, but you know how these guys are. They're Uh down a goal. It's always the Matthews-Marner line. Always the Matthews-Marner line. And lately, they're down a goal and they need something. It's JT and Willie going over the boards with Bertuzzi. So like you that, think they're you think they're sulking a little bit because oh, didn't Mitch get pissed because he got benched for a shift last year? Like uh, you know what it's like. He wants he wants over the boards. Same with Austin. They want over the boards, and the coach is like, "No, have a seat. This line's going. The second line has now become the first line." Do you have any solution here, or like I don't want to see that second line broken up. The third line with Domi, Yarncroft, and Robertson looks good. None of the fourth line guys are going to help Mitch and Austin. What do you do here? What do you do? There's nothing. It's on them. Like what? What are you? What are you expecting Keith to do? Right? You guys get to play with each other. You're supposed to be, you know, one of the best centermen and one of the best right wingers in the league, and you get to play together every shift. Find a way out of it. Find a way out of your funk. I don't like you say the coach can't coddle them out of this. Is yeah, the whole I- team? Is the whole team supposed to just? Like Willie and JT and Bertuzzi are fucking flying right now. Third line's looking good. Fourth line's supposed got chemistry. Is the whole team supposed to go? You know what? We're gonna put all our good shit to the side because we need to help you right now. They need to get out of it. I think that Keith will keep them together and just hope that they do. And they probably will come out of it. It just they will. As of late, it it just it looks it just it's got. It's just got a bad look to it, man. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth because all it does is remind me of like past failures where these guys fail to show up. Like for fuck's sakes, man. Like you're playing teams that are like you you should be beating and they're not even yeah. showing up in those games. Like I, I'm so sick of the narrative of playing down to your opponents. Like we got a big week coming up here against Florida, Seattle, and Boston. Those are big games. Do they show up in those games? Well, I fucking hope so, but I don't fucking know with these guys on a nightly basis. Who the fuck knows? Will they decide to show up? Will they not? And this is the thing that drives me nuts about the least, but particularly these two fucking guys. We need you. 
you're the biggest fucking stars on the fucking team other than 88 who obviously is a fucking rock star but like we need you every night you can't take nights off no. like you just like you're gonna have a bad game here and there okay fine but like you can't this is turning into like they weren't good in sweden they haven't been good since they came back they weren't even that great in the in the couple games like i know they were winning but they weren't even that great in the games that the few games they won before they went to sweden so it's it's just turning into like almost I mean, Matt, matthews was good okay i mean like, matthews was ripping goals left right and center but okay fair fair but like, mitch mitch hasn't been Mitch hasn't no. been Mitch hasn't been himself and I totally agree with you. I was thinking the exact same thing watching the game. I'm like you could see him and you just you just want to be like just just shut up and play the game. Like stop looking at the ref, stop looking at the coach, stop looking at everybody else. Just fucking play shut hard, up. do something yes. different. Like quit. Go out and yeah. lay you never lay a hit. Go out and just try and lay someone down. Even if you fall on your ass, just try it. Try Basically your juice is going. Basically, where I was going with that tip of the week, Chad, was try to win a different way. That's ultimately what I was trying to say there. They never seem to be able to do that. They don't even want to attempt it. Like the drop passes and like, you know, we can't get over the line or the power play's not going. Drop it back. Try again. Drop it back. Try again. Fuck it. Bury it deep. Go and get it. Like, fuck with like, the drop. Fuck the drop passes. Just start putting it deep and go yeah. after it. Like the, it's funny you say that when you watch the power play, the second power play unit has an easier time setting up than the first. Most of the time, like the first they'll get it in. And once they get it in, they are lethal. But the second, that's what they do. It's so fucking simple. They don't, there's none of this fancy shit. They just get it deep. They check along the boards. They cycle it around till they get to the point, And then they set it up plain and simple. Good old oh, fashioned, man. Model. Look, guys, leave your comments down below if you're watching on YouTube what you think about the play of Matthews and Marner as of late, specifically Marner. We would love to know your thoughts on it, and maybe we'll read some of the comments in the next couple podcasts. I'm going to skim over a couple things quickly here, Chad, because I know we're running a little late here. Yeah, defense, defense, same old fucking script, just not good enough. Like 7D and three of those D are... Timmons, Benoit, and Legison. I like Legison. I think for what he is, like he's done a good job. But ultimately, it's just like, come on, like, come on. A 40, like a 40-year-old Giordano. Brody looked like shit again. He had played better, but he's just not strong on the puck. He's the I think it was the second, it might have been the first, it was the first Pittsburgh goal, I believe, where he just completely lost his man in front of the net. Let's the guy fucking bury it. Joseph Wall didn't even know what he was doing on that fucking first. Was Pittsburgh that Brody goal. on that play? Yeah, it was Brody. It was Brody. I wasn't sure. I didn't have it written down. Just not good, man. Like Brody, he's very he's good at he's smart. He's really good at times, and just other times he's just like so nonchalant. He's just he doesn't know what guy he's supposed to be taking, and he's just uh, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Just overall defense, not good enough. We all know that. Like, God, do they need a significant fucking upgrade back there? Do you want to talk about it or we'll just kind of skim over it? Here, okay, here's my thoughts on it. I want the Leafs to make a trade for a defenseman, but I kind of don't want Brad Tree Living to be the guy to make that trade. Does that make sense to you? Fireable offense, brother. Like, I really want them to do something. But the guy they have in place that makes the call, I kind of don't want him to do something. I don't know. That's how I, I feel know. about it. I'm kind of nervous that he's gonna make he's gonna get fleeced on a trade. I'm nervous about that. Like you're gonna it's give up possible. a Nick, you're gonna give up a Nick Robertson, and you're gonna get back some fucking plug. 
I'm I'm nervous about that, but I do want them to upgrade the defense. Oh, it's mandatory. Like yeah, it you has have to. to happen. It has to happen. So okay, whatever. Like we've talked a bunch about the defense this year, so we can just skim over that. Well, yeah. it, many podcasts to come, and I'm <laughs> sure it'll tells be. Tells it's going to come up again. Yeah, it'll be a re a reoccurring theme, guaranteed. Um, the goaltending just quickly not good enough. Like whether it was Samson off against the Hawks, Wall played okay against Pittsburgh, but still. Not getting help. I understand all that, but what I'm where I'm going with the goaltending now is look, neither one of the guys are really like screaming, uh, I want to take the net and run with it here. They've got another guy in the system. Do you just say, you know, I'm not coddling uh Samson off? He's probably not a leaf after this season anyway. Wall potentially is the future here, but we do have another NHL proven goaltender under contract at Martin Jones. Do you get Martin Jones up here and just be like, you know what? We need a goalie that can make some fucking saves when it counts, and maybe this guy can fucking do it. Is it time to get Jones up here and give him at least a look? Why not? Why not? Why, Why not? What do you what do you have to lose? Like, what are we waiting for? We're just, you're slipping further down the standings, and we're past American Thanksgiving now. And I'm not oh, saying not? he's the I'm not saying he's the answer, but guess what? The two guys they've been having playing that they're not fucking doing it either. So why not give Jones a shot? I know, and it, it's uh, it's crazy because I'll just say this on the goaltending before we go. It's like Samson off from Wall. I like Wall, and I think Wall has a lot of upside. But of course, just talking today. Just today, I don't like neither one of these guys. I don't think could carry you through the playoffs. No chance. And, and Doesn't look like you it. watch. You watch some of the best goalies in the league. Like, watch watch sorry, Ranger. Sorry. Watch yeah. Sturkin in the Rangers, and you're like, holy shit! Definitely Imagine not Samsonov. Definitely not. Oh, Samsonov. definitely not Samsonov. But you watch some of the best goalies in the league, and you're like, Jesus! Like, no wonder the Rangers are where they're at. Yeah. The guy's a fucking. He does not make mistakes. No. No, like I wish, oh, I so wish that we had that. That's how you build a team, man. Like if I'm the GM, the first thing I'm doing is I'm finding a rock solid goalie, and then we'll go from there. But who knows? And, and and look, like I know Jones isn't the answer, but like I said, the two guys doing it aren't really getting it done. So why not just try something? You know, else. try something else. Maybe they need to fucking bring in another goalie at the deadline or something. Hey, like it, it's your tip knows, of the week. But... Find a different way to win. Find a different way to win. I, I've got one more thing, Chad, yep. before we go, and we'll get out of here now. Going back to the Chicago game, I've got a, I've got a little insider close to this situation. I the what, the what I, game? The Sh Blackhawks. Shout out, okay. Like we mentioned about Corey Perry being out of the lineup. We didn't spend a ton of time on that, but now. <laughs> Don't you say the rumors that are going around. Listen to this. Don't I've, you say I've the rumors got, that are going I've around. got an insider close to the situation. I, I actually little, know. I actually know what's going on with this. I got a little. Well, I think I know. I, I got a little birdie close to the situation that told me that the Chicago Blackhawks, shout out, had a little bit of a mom's trip. Okay. A <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you were going with this. A little bit of a mom's trip this early been, in the season. This and has Corey been the Perry, ongoing joke on Twitter. Listen, and listen. Perry's banging moms. Apparently, Corey Perry was banging some moms. It might have been one. It might have been several. And a couple of the other teammates did not like that. So hence why Corey Perry is in no man's land. But what an absolute legend, man. He goes on the mom's trip and he says, yeah, like, here's giving out room cards. Like, meet me. Here's the room number. Meet me up there. Could have been one. Could have been several. Could have been 
different nights. Who knows? But what a what a what an abs. I can't confirm this for sure, but what an absolute <laughs> legend. If that is why he's away from the team, Corey Perry, yeah. because he was fucking his teammates, some of his teammates' moms. <laughs> Dude, that is like uh, legend shit right there. It, it's funny because as soon as the the announcement came out, he went to Twitter and it started. One guy was like, "Well, they did have a mom's trip not too long ago," <laughs> and then it just exploded. And when it was like trending across Canada, and everyone was like putting the pieces together, and they're like, "Well, well like whose mom was it?" And no one had any clue if he had slept with it. But then they were trying to decipher which mom it was. They were like, "Well, this mom was seen on the street with Corey Paris. So maybe it was that." Oh my god. It like took on a mind of its own, man. This hey, man, thing. look, would you put it? Would you put it past him? No, would I wouldn't put it past him, but it's just funny. I knew you were going to bring it up. I was like, oh, my God, I'm reading this. I'm like, Dale's definitely going to bring this up on the podcast. I wish I would have had that information after the Chicago game. I did not. I only One got guy, that information. One dude made a joke about it. He's just like, well, there was a mom's trip a couple weeks ago. And <laughs> boom, it's trending across Canada that Corey Perry's sleeping with mom. Love hey, it. Hey, I think hey, it's hilarious. Hey. It's hilarious. It is. Anyway, for the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget, once again, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Hit like, subscribe while you're on YouTube. TikTok, Tip in Podcast. Twitter, Tip in Podcast. Email, Tip in Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, when the Leafs take on the Cougars, right? It's the Cougars, the crack in the Bruins. You got I'm, it. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. We will. Just what the doctor ordered a little date with the Cougars. Man, what better way to snap a little two-game skid than a little Cougar action for the Leafs on Tuesday night. Can't wait for that one. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Oh, go Leafs, go. We'll catch you guys later. Catch you later. Thank <laughs> you.